0: around the world locally with family and friends house of destiny international ministries presents senior pastor dr larry manley with today's message of a spiritually vibrant connection with god we hope that you will enjoy the viewing sees a vision of what we call dry, the valley of dry bones. Now, when I lift the title up out of this scripture, when I lift it up, church, this is what God spoke to me early Monday morning because that's when I always search God for what? His people need, but what I need also first. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, this is what I want you to tell my people. So the title of this message is, You Can't Quit Until You Succeed. You understand what I'm saying? I say you can't quit until you succeed. We got to stop being quitters, too many quitters. So, Ezekiel sees a vision. And in this vision, there is all of these dry bones. Say that the place was filled, the valley, was filled with dry bones. That means that these bones had no life in them. They were dead. These bones represented the house of Israel, the church. And although we say that the church is alive and well, the church is sick. And I dare not stand before you as a prophet of God and tell you lies that you ought to hear. Now, I don't care what you tell somebody. You're responsible for that. But I'm responsible for what thus saith the Lord. And I'm not here to make anybody feel good, but I'm here to tell you the truth. And that's what you're going to get today. You can't quit until you succeed. So this is what God's word says to me. And this is what God's word says to you. It says the hand verse 30 chapter 37 of Ezekiel verse starting at verse 1 it said the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and it set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bone and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were very what? Dry. Dry. God's word says that there were many bones in that valley. God's word declares as we go on into it, we'll see that God's word also declares that these bones was the house of Israel, a.k.a. the church. Said it was full of bones. Not only full of bones, but they were what kind of bone? Dry bones. That means they were non-productive. All kind of things they allowed to get in the way of the prosperity that God wanted to give them so the Word of God says here that the hand of the Lord was upon me the hand being the extended power of God that he places on us through his anointing in our life Amen. it says that he carried me out see you gotta allow God to carry you out from yourself because yourself is what has caused us To be in the position that we're in Now watch this Now these dry bones God is going to show us something about ourselves He said he carried me out Before he can show it to you See, he's got to carry you away from yourself And he's got to carry you out Because he carried me out in the spirit of the Lord And he sat me in the midst of the valley Now we know that the valley is a breakthrough But look here The valley which was full of bones Now, the word bones there means self. Ooh. Self was dry. Mm -hmm. Now, this represents the house of Israel, the church. Says that the valley was full of it dry bones. See, many of us have the breakthrough, but we're living in a dry self. That's the problem. It's not that we don't have the breakthrough is that we don't have sense enough to do and understand what we got when we got it. So the church is filled with a valley of dry bones, you see. And in that valley doesn't mean that they ain't in the breakthrough. They dead jam up in the breakthrough of their life. But self is in the way. They're full of self. The valley was full of bones. That means that your breakthrough, the reason you can't get to it and see what, where you are in this thing, if that applies to you, because it applies to many church folk. What it does is tells us that we need to get self out of the way. Didn't the Spirit of the Lord carry me out? Amen. The hand of the Lord. Didn't it carry me out? It says here, and it caused me mm-hmm. to pass by them. Roundabout. So he took it out and then he was looking at it. Round about. He was going round and round, looking at it, looking at all them bones. See, you ever stepped outside of yourself and then looked at yourself? Did you always like what you saw? But long as you were in the valley of it, you couldn't see it, could you? See, God had to take you out of it. See, that's why the title of this message is You Can't Quit Until You Succeed. We got too many quitters. We got to stop being quitters because you got to understand that a quitter never wins and a winner never quits. A winner. And if you're not a winner, then you can't ride or roll with the winners. You got to understand that now. You'll just be dry bones in the church. That's all you'll ever be. I'm going to hit you straight. I'm not playing with you. I got to hit you straight. I don't serve a God that woe is me all the time. When I'm challenged by life, I step up and put my arm on strong and say, let's go. At all costs, you can't quit until you succeed. At all costs. Don't make no difference what happens. And stop living on the edge of the cliff, because that's how you lived all your life, and that's all you know. So when prosperity comes, you ain't got sense to get up off the cliff. Don't you know that if you use everything that's coming in, when a little wind blows, you're going to fall off the cliff. Give yourself some play. Stop spending everything. Start listening to good counsel. Because you're not as grown as you think you are. Haughty spirit. Pride go before destruction. And a haughty spirit before the fall. Can't nobody tell you nothing. God will. God will. He'll send something in life to show you you ain't where you think you are. You still need to be on the council. You still do. Trust me on that. Your britches ain't that big yet, y'all. So the word of the Lord says here, and he calls me to pass by, verse 2, by them round about, and beheld, there were very many in the open valley, right there in the openness of their breakthrough. God said there are many people who are still living in their self and they are as dry as bones. Very dry it seed. And he said unto me, son of man, builder of God in man, can these bones live? Now notice that word son there is capital. See, he done switched it. See, he done took that thing to another level. He took it out of Ezekiel, though he's talking to Ezekiel, but he's more or less talking to the son of man that's in Ezekiel. That's why it's a capital S. See, all that means something. All of that means something. So he says here, and he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord, thou knowest. And he said unto me, he said, prophesy upon these bones. In other words, the word prophesy means to inspire. So to to bring forth a prophetic utterance, it means to inspire people. So God wants us to inspire one another with the fact that you can't quit until you succeed. You need to be inspired on that. Because if you don't get that in your head now, as things get tougher and tougher and tougher, you're going to wane your way back. I don't care what happens. I don't care what your week... been. You need to run to the house of the Lord on Sunday. Amen. No, That's why you need to come. And if it was anything else in my house, I'll tell Brenda this often. you in my house... When I go to church, you go. You got to take control of your situations. Otherwise, your situations would take control of you. But no, everybody wants to play the easy thing. Nobody wants to stand up and tell the truth about the situation and be real with this situation. But I tell it. And he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones, verse 4, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And he goes on and he says in verse 5, thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. See, see, he didn't say, thus say the preacher. He said, thus saith the Lord God Amen. to these bones. Speaking to him. He said, behold, I will call breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And then he begins to do a miraculous work here. He begins in verse 6, to he said, and I will lay sinews upon you. In other words, I'm going to put an apparatus on you that will supply you strength and power. And that apparatus is called salvation. So I'm going to lay that on you. And then, I will bring up flesh upon you. That word flesh in the Hebrew means freshness. People was talking about a freshness, you know, they was a fresh anointing. Brenda was talking about freshness. Pastor yesterday was talking about freshness, you know. And I'm saying that's right in line because, see, after God, after he places salvation in your life, then what God does is God places you in a place of freshness like Ezekiel 11, 19 says that he's going to place a new spirit in you. And he's going to take that stony heart out of you and put in a fleshly heart. In other words, he's going to give you a fresh anointing. Then after he gives you that freshness, then he's going to put skin on you because that skin talks about a sealing. He's going to seal you. The word skin represents sealing. If you go to 2 Corinthians 1.22, you'll see how he talks about how God has sealed us. You see, when, when you put the meat in a bag, what does it do? It keeps it fresh. When you put the skin over the freshness, you seal it so that it will stay fresh. See, God wants us to stay fresh with him. There's too many stale Christians. It's too many dry-boned Christians sitting in the pews and ain't getting nowhere with God because, see, they're right in the midst of their anointing. They're right in the midst of their valley of the breakthrough, and they don't even know where they are. But God says, look here, I'm going to breathe life into you so that you can understand where I am, so that you can understand who I am, so that you can understand where I am, so that you can understand understand how to get to where I am and how to get to where you want to be. So the Lord goes on and he says to us, He says, I'm going to put breath in you. And you shall live and you shall know that I'm the Lord. Verse 7 says, so I prophesied. As I was what? Commanded. I said I prophesied. I inspired as I was commanded to inspire. And as I... Prophesied. As I inspired, there was a proclamation known as a noise. And behold, a shaking. See, when the proclamation comes forth and the bones came together, bone to his bone, because, see, when the proclamation goes out through the inspiration of the word of God, Then there's a shaking that comes about, which is the fear of the Lord comes upon the self, that dry bones. Notice, the dry bones began to come together. See, that's another thing we need to do as church folk. We need to learn how to come together. See, we can't come together until we hear the proclamation of God. Until the fear of God comes upon us, we don't care whether we make it to church or not. Until the fear of God comes upon us, we don't care about nothing except what happens to ourselves. And that determines whether or not we will be what we're supposed to be Who we're supposed to be Doing what we're supposed to do And the way God tells us to do it Until we understand That God belongs inside of us And not self Then we ain't gonna never get where we're supposed to be in God But I won't quit until I succeed Don't quit. I don't care what the day look like. You can't quit until you succeed. And when you succeed through it all, then you'll understand and you will uh, 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 assess it better. And you, 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 you will adore it better. And it'll be more good for you because you'll understand it more because you'll know what you've been through to get it. Said that was a shaking. And verse 8 said, And when I beheld, lo, the sinews, uh-huh, that thing that supplied the strength and power. And the flesh, that freshness came about. And came up upon them, and the skin covered them because it had to be sealed. But there was still no breath in them. See, see, in Genesis 2, 7 it said, God formed man out of the dust of the ground. Formed. He put the sinews on him, he put the flesh on him, he put the skin on him. There wasn't no breath in him yet. And then, watch what he does here. He says in verse 9, Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the what? Amen. Unto the Spirit. Call it forth. See, that's another thing we got to learn how to do. we got to learn how to talk to the four corners of the world and to the four corners of the heaven and bring forth the total Spirit in our life. Call it forth. The Bible says here... Prophesy unto the wind Prophesy Solomon, it's the smallest Look at the difference Look at the difference There's a shifting And he said unto the wind To the spirit thus saith the Lord God Still saying what God said Come from the four winds O breath And breathe upon these slain That they may live So I prophesied As he commanded me As he commanded me, I prophesied. As he commanded me, I prophesied. As he commanded me, I prophesied. I prophesied into your life that you can't quit until you succeed. God's word says, verse 10. So I prophesied that he commanded me. And the breath came into them. And they lived and stood upon their feet, and look at the army, exceedingly great army. You see, in Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20, Jesus said, all power was given unto me. He said, go ye therefore into all nations and evangelize all men, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Did not it said that the army was exceedingly? You see, that's why he sent us out there. To get that army together, he didn't send us out here to play church. That ain't what God sent us to do. Mm-mm. You can't change diapers forever on no baby now. Come on, y'all. You can't keep changing. Di- I'm not a baby, ch- I don't change diapers. Oh, no, not here at HOD. We don't change diapers here. We, we, we be on that. We don't do that. now. Nah. i you like it is now. We don't change diapers at HOD. Because by now, under this anointing, if you ain't grown up yet, you won't grow up. You can't be up under this anointing like this and not grow up. Because that's what this anointing does. It challenges you to be all that you can be. It's not just church. It's an adventure (laughs) to know the revelations of God. See, you've you, you, you got to understand what the difference between church knowledge and revelation knowledge, kingdom knowledge. That's a big difference. Verse 11 says, then he said unto me, son of man. Now he's going back to the capitalist. He's shifting. These bones are the whole house of who? The church. Behold, they say, our bones are dry. That's that woe is me. And our hope is what? Lost. We are cut off from our part. Now that ain't good. When you start talking like that, you got a problem. If you're in Christ and you start talking like that, you need some counsel. Amen? Amen. Now, I grant you, life can cause us sometimes to feel like that. But did you not know that in the multitude of counsel dwells what? Safety. That's why we need counsel, all of us. Because sometimes life can hit us and we just simply don't know what to do. That's why, you know, if your head get jambled up, you'll make the wrong move. You need counsel. I've been so confused in life at times that I couldn't get my way out of a paper bag, an empty one. (laughs) I'm serious. I need a little help here. Precious Lord, take my hand. Because I got to get out of this sack. Because I don't like it down in There ain't nothing up in there, and I don't even know how to get out of nothing. I'm up in there rattling around an empty bag. You can't even find it. Mm. Been there. Know all about it. You right. Verse 12, says, Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord thy God. Still talking about, Thus saith the Lord thy God. Behold, O my people, I will open whose grave? Boy, that, ooh, that's ugly. Dead men. A grave is a dead person them dry bones, self. In the midst of your breakthrough, God is doing all this good stuff in your life. But you can't see it because you're full of self. The valley was full of dry bones. So, don't matter what God do for you, it still ain't good enough. Anybody, anybody ever been there? Mm-hmm. It don't make no difference. What God do for you, it still ain't enough. You don't, you, you don't even take the time to relish in the blessings that God has already given you, like waking up in the morning Amen. and seeing the sunshine. You know what I'm saying? Won't you just just enjoy that for a minute Amen. instead of waiting, well, I ain't got this. Well, this ain't right. Well, that ain't right. Well, who cares? I woke up, the day is right, so I might as well get in with what's right Amen. and not worry about what ain't right But get in with what's right. Because I got a chance with what's right. But I might have a problem with what's wrong. I might bring a problem upon myself. So, he said, open your grave. I'm going to open your grave. And not only am I going to open it up, but I'm going to do what? I'm going to bring you out of it. You're going to come about that grave because you can't quit until you succeed. That's the title of our message, right? Mm -hmm. Let that burn in your head. If you don't get nothing else today, remember the fact when you're going through that you can't quit until you succeed. But you got to believe that. You can't be playing with that. You can't be playing with this word. You got to be real with this thing. And when you know that you need to repent because you fell short, then just do it. Mm -hmm. That's all you can do. And once you do it, don't go holding on to it. Let it go and move on. Cause he's gonna open your grave, that dead place, that place of self. You know how self is. Self want what it want. Don't make no difference what the cost is. But did you not know that self forget what it want and then leave you stranded? Self don't care nothing about the pain you receive. Self, self is that idol. That God said, don't put no other idol before me. That was self he was talking about. Because he knew. See, everybody talking about, well, it caused the idol. No, it ain't. Money. Y'all heard it before. That ain't the idol. That's the fringe benefit of the idol, the true idol. The true idol is self. And self won't these things. You see? If you get old self out of the way, all these other things won't even mean nothing to you. And you'll get them anyway. Because like I say, I didn't come looking for FEMA. Brenda didn't come looking for FEMA. FEMA found us that's weird get ready see that, that that's weird that is weird so i'm saying okay i hear you lord because i can add two one plus one equal two if we up there on, yeah i can add if we go into disaster relief training, and that's what we do anyway, but now we're stepping it up. And then if, if FEMA is sending stuff to the warehouse over there, whole tractor the trailer loads, up, something going on. One plus one equals what? Dude, don't take no rocket scientist to see that the prophecy is coming forth. Because God is getting us in position. Why? Because he's warned us. And regardless of who else didn't believe it, leadership believed it. And leadership put things in place. So God said, okay, you can be the Joseph. You can be the Joseph. You be the Joseph. See, you got to be able to stand on what you hear God say as a leader. But you got to make sure it's God that's saying it. Or to get you in trouble. Don't never be influenced by nothing. And don't be so quick to move. Oh, wait. Let's get us some time here. Let's watch this. Because this might not. Be careful. Be careful, people. Just giving you some wisdom. That's all I'm doing. Look yeah, here, verse 12. He said, now, all my people, call them my people, verse 12, middle verse, I will open your graves and cause you to come out of your grave and bring you into the land of Of Israel, which is the land of the church, which is the kingdom of God.